there got to a point where I lost sight of my worthiness as a person separate from being a mom. I could be done with what I'm doing, leave my family, leave my job, leave everything I have, and I can go to Australia. But I don't want to. Why don't I want to do that? I was created to be uncomfortable. I said I would never do social media, that I would never be an entrepreneur again, never take any classes again. You're allowed to change your mind. Welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we interview leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging. And I am super excited to have with us in the studio someone that I've done life with for quite some time, who has coached me in various areas and aspects of life. She's amazing. She's awesome. When I think of who she is, I think of the word excellence. And so I'm super excited and honored to have with us in the studio, Coach Meg herself, Megan Coonley. Put your hands together for Megan Coonley, y'all. Come uh, on. Thank you. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> so good to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Coach Meg. How are you doing? I am doing great. Doing great. I am doing great. It's been a journey. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's been a journey. We go way back to like 2007. Just yesterday. Yeah. Just yesterday. 2007. <laughs> I think we were both coaching, but in a different way. Very different way. We were coaching mm -hmm. uh, special needs students mm -hmm. and uh, through the, the CCIU, if you're watching all over the world, Chester, Chester County Intermediate Unit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and you left me from there to do great things. I think I put in 10 years there and you went on to do I some other things. I did. You know? I had the children, you know. And, and <laughs> I mean, that was kind of important. And I left there to uh, raise the children. Yes. You're right. Mm -hmm. Raise the children mm -hmm. and business, right? And also start a auto repair business with my husband. Yes. So you went mm -hmm. from being a coach to helping to run a business. Then you mm -hmm. guys became our mechanics. Mm-hmm. And Let's I, not use you guys. I mean, I'm you, not turning a wrench. Your husband was the mechanic, <laughs> yes, and you, you ran the there you go. business. Mm -hmm. I did. I was a that. service advisor and all of the back end work. Yes, but no wrench turning. So you really ran it, pretty much. You, <laughs> kind of. I mean, shout out to Ryan. I love you. You're amazing. You know, I need you to help do that, but you helped to do that as well. Yeah. Okay, and you said mm -hmm. so. You have children. Mm -hmm. How many? I have three lovely children. Two in middle school years, one in elementary school years, and I love them so much. You do. Mm -hmm. So, awesome kids. You transitioned from coaching in a way, business, You now you're coaching again. Tell me about this mega thrive coaching that you are the founder of. Yeah. Um, so, my whole... Um, Goal, dream in life mm -hmm. was to be mom. And I got to do that and I still get to do that. Um, but I also learned that that isn't everybody's um, favorite thing or um, thing that they feel that they excel in. Okay. And Being not, a mother? Correct. Okay. And I don't mean that in a, a way that like moms aren't doing a good job. Mm -hmm. I mean it in a way that um, I have learned that moms can pour into their children and forget themselves at wow. the same time. And there's that disconnect between um, feeling good in who they are and feeling good in who their children are. So I have um, found my um, avenue in coaching to try to help moms um, grow that belief within themselves so that they can continue to pour into their families um, like they truly want to. Mm. Wow. That's good. That's 
That's a good niche. Wow. Moms. So, fellas, if y'all on, don't turn <laughs> off, okay? Because this this is still good for all of us as well, okay? But if your lady is around or if somebody else, it's a good time to go ahead and hit that share button because this is re- getting ready to be really good. Um, because one thing that you said that I love, and I think whether male or female, I think we sit in that area even dealing with leaders, is how it's easy to overlook yourself, your needs, to go ahead and serve others. Again, uh, children, right? Um, in business, ministry, whatever the case may be, there's something there inside that's kind of like, hey, I'd rather uh, do this for somebody else. Me and Lanisha talk about this a lot. Um, well, more recently, we were talking about when you're on a plane mm-hmm. and they always tell you to put the mask oh, yeah. on yourself <laughs> before you put it on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really unique pertaining to even where we are Um have you found yourself in that position before you were coaching it? Do you feel like you were skipping over yourself or have you always took care of self? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Talk to us about there, that. There was a, a small, slight gap. Okay. Um, yeah. So I um, feel as though I poured into my children as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I am um, confident in how I raised them, how I am raising them. Um, I truly love doing that. Um, but there got to a point where I lost sight of my worthiness as a person separate from being a mom. Wow. And it got to the point where it was like, I can keep pouring into these people, but I have nothing left. Wow. So I actually got to like rock bottom and I was snapping at them for, you know, no reason. Snapping at kids? But like... Who does that? Not I've because, never done that. Not no. because they're, you know, <laughs> oh, my kids like, ain't watching. <laughs> disobey, you know, like yeah. just in a way that I wasn't proud of. Like I knew that there was no reason be- behind what I was doing. And I was like, what is going on? And I sat them all down. We have our, our family meeting spot at home. I said, guys, family meeting. And I just, I lost it. And I said, guys, I, you, it's not you. It's not you. It's me. You know, it's the old breaker thing. Um, but I was like, it's me. Like, I, there's something going on within me, and I am not showing up how I want to as your mom. And it is now my responsibility to figure that out. Mm. So I went down, I don't want to say down that road, but through that journey. And I understood, like, you know, what is going on? What is the disconnect? And that has allowed me to um, resurface as the mom that I want to be. So wow. it's, um, yeah, that's that's me. But how well? How do you help somebody through that? Like, what was a part of your journey? Like, let's say you know, mom or even dad or whoever, pastor, somebody's mm-hmm. watching, and they're like, "Look, I feel like I'm connecting with that. Like, I'm good at what I do, mm-hmm. but for me, like, I feel like I'm not showing up for me. Yeah. How can I do that self awareness, that discovery? What what's what's my first coach me, yeah, coach me? I would love to help me. So first, I will say, like, my very first. I don't know if red flag is right, but something that I noticed within myself was my conversations with people were like, um, like who am, you know, I'm doing all this for the kids, but like what's left for me? Or I don't even know what I want to do. I don't even know who I am. Like those kind of conversations with friends. And then when I was having conversations with Ryan, my husband, it was always like, I was looking for him to like, tell me I'm good enough. Tell me I'm worthy. Tell me correct. And it didn't matter anything that he said, he was lying. It's like, why would you say that to me? Why would you say I'm a good mom? Why would you say this? Like, clearly these things are not true. Mm. And then I like, 
I had to learn, like, I need to love myself Mm. and have my own value in myself before I'm even able to accept it from any other person. Wow. So that is kind of the beginning, is understanding that, um, you know, what your your gifts are, right? God has given us are these particular gifts Mm -hmm. and these values that are really within us and really naming them Mm -hmm. and being grateful for them and then figuring out how we can build upon them so we can flourish in who he created us to be. Mm -hmm. So if I realize that I don't, maybe I don't like self. I don't like what I see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. I don't like what I feel. Mm -hmm. And that's what I come to that realization that, you know what? I hear what everybody's saying, just like mm-hmm. you're saying, and I come to that level, like, how do I get out of that? Yeah. Like, how do I move forward in that? So just keep telling myself I'm great? Here's here's what I did. Um, what I would tell pe- people, mostly my husband and a few select others around me, like, oh, I wish I could move to Australia. I wish I could be done. I can start over. Like, give me a fresh start. Uh-huh. No, no joke. Okay. It's like, it is, grass is greener over there for sure. Yeah. And then it was like, I actually could do that. Like, I really could. I could be done with what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. leave my family, leave my job, leave everything I have, and I can go to Australia. Mm. But I don't want to. Why don't I want to do that? Wow. And really, oh, it's because I, I love this part. I love these connections, you know, the finding those little pieces of, of light and joy within who I was, and then it's like, okay, now that I can appreciate that, Mm -hmm. that's like the first little glimpse into how um, I can find that value within myself so that I can, again, show up to be the mom that I wanted to be. Wow. That's so good right there. This is is helping me too, right? Great. (laughs) No, because I'll be honest, I think before Lanisha and I went through a whole, this past summer, so long story short, we work hard, okay, but in the summers, just... Just like it was when we were in special education, different things like that, we had the opportunity to have uh, the summer off. And when I went into the um, nonprofit that I'm doing some coaching and some things for, I wanted to continue to have that because I seen how important it was for us as a family to connect, us as a, a, a husband and wife to vision cast and do different things like that. Mm-hmm. So this past summer, that's what we did. We take take a month or so off just to do that. So I did a lot of self-examination and that's kind of how even Elevated Podcast came through because I was like, like my thing is to see people walking, living and thriving in their God-given purpose. Like it's always been an area of like, hey, what are you doing? How can I help you? What? But even in that, that's projected like, I want to help you, Meg, do that. But what about like me? What does that do for me and my or my joy tank? And not just by the result, but while I'm doing it. And it's funny because you asked me off camera, like, do you enjoy this? And I'm like, this, this, this is amazing. And it's not just because of how you may think this is a great episode or anything like that. It's like, I'm recognizing what good I can do for kingdom advancement that comes. It, look, But it's always been there. We're just putting it now in podcast form. I still coach. I still preach. I still teach. But recognizing that I had to sit at a place with God in prayer sometimes, sometimes turning down my plate, sometimes reflecting. I've even asked questions of people that have been in my inner circle to say, hey, what do you see, right, to help validate, I guess you could say, what I feel like I'm sensing, and then sit with that. So I did a little exercise of like, I'm going to sit with this phrase, and I'm like, okay, how do I feel about that phrase? Is that phrase really who I am? When I just naturally talk, like what happens? And Lanisha even helped me. She was like, a lot of people come to you for clarity. 
So I was like, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see that that's, it was there all along then inside. And, and I was like, well, I'm trying to force it in this because if I see these people, they're coaching like this. So let me try that. That gets more likes. That gets more following. Maybe I should coach people in financial, whatever. But I also feel like you need to be a product, the first partaker of whatever it is. You're a mother, right? You're, 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 you're understanding, you know, the ins and outs, you've done the examination pertaining to that. But, uh, so anyway, I, I think I, I really like what you're saying because it's super helpful, uh, to even give me those things to help me affirm the direction, even things that I'm going. So good job, coach Mac. Yeah. Great. Well, it's hard to right see it in ourselves, mm -hmm. accept it within ourselves, accept it from other people, especially if it's something we're like, how does that work? You know, mm -hmm. but knowing where it came from, mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. So you could have identified the area of, you know, you know, being a mom and well, I know fitness is a huge part of who you are as well, right? Oh yeah. So that plays into your coaching, correct? It can, okay. for sure. Um so um my journey with fitness, mm -hmm. I remember I was actually just talking this story yesterday, yesterday for the first time in 20 years. So funny. Um, <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So my very first time I realized that fitness was a release and a calming thing for me was in eighth grade. I had a really bad day. I came home and I went for the first like run on my own in my whole life. And I ran, I couldn't tell you how long, how far, but it was a long time. And then I got home and was like, oh, that felt really good. Like that gave me time to think, that gave me time to breathe, that gave me time to like appreciate this world. Mm -hmm. And um, so I will say I've always been in, in athletics, but that was like my first time that was like, this does something more for me than competitiveness and team bonding and that kind of thing. Um, so anyway, um, I did go to college for fitness, and now I am also working in fitness, personal training, um, and group fitness. And I just know that people benefit from caring for themselves in many capacities. And of course, um, all the science behind taking care of your body, strength training, so that you know later in life you're still able to enjoy your life. And how do you take care of your body now so that you're not constantly battling different ailments, diseases, whatever it is. Um, so I do believe fitness is definitely a good release, especially for all parents. But since I work a lot with moms, I'm not mm -hmm. against working with dads, but I do work a lot with moms. <clears throat> I don't know, y'all, what y'all hear. <laughs> but just, you know, having that time to um, either get out your stress, have the mindfulness, whatever it is that is just taking care of you just for that short bit of time and just knowing the trickle-down effect of doing that. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Wow. Wow. Why did you go into business? Which time? Well, the, the coaching. <laughs> let's go with the Well, yeah. Let's go with the coaching right now. Um so uh I think that's my inner tugging. Okay. Um I I had no uh desire to do it. Um I said no never. Um <laughs> No never. I said I would no. never learn. I'd never wanted to, to do any more education. I never wanted to invest any money in myself, in anything. Mm -hmm. um, I was just a no thank you. And then as things start to unfold in front of me, it's mm -hmm. like your my job is to spread a message, spread a message mm -hmm. to other people yeah. about how they can um, live 
a better, maybe not a better life, but a life that they really intend versus mm-hmm. a life that's kind of happening to them. Yeah. Um, because we were blessed with this life here. Mm-hmm. And I fully believe that um, it's our responsibility to mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I asked that too, because, you know, we can coach and we can go work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. We can do, we've all done those things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I look at you, I said it in the area of the inner, inner, inner introduction. I'm getting tongue-tied as well, okay? So I'm joining you within this, okay? (laughs) Everything I've seen you do, it reminds me a lot of Lanisha. Like, it's done in excellence, (laughs) like, in your heart for people. So, like, even, it's not that you, you could serve somebody else's vision. You could come up underneath that and do so forth and so on, but you said it's my inner tugging. Like, do you see, when I say excellence, do you see that in yourself? Oh gosh, no! <laughs> Are you serious? You don't see. That's okay. I'm I'm at least able to hear you and not call you a liar. So thank you. I'm just gonna say that. Okay. Thank you. Yes, Meg. <laughs> excellence, excellence, excellence. The way you operate, and I, when I say the term or the word excellence, I'm not just talking about a product per se. I'm talking about every aspect of it. I feel as though, from what I've noticed, even with you, like you think that thing thoroughly through. You think about sitting in seat, the seat of a coach, the seat of your your clients, uh, the cus- whatever, mm-hmm. the experience, the feel, the vibe, all those things, and operate from a place that God is glorified and honored pertaining to it, and just realize it's a true area of increase. So you just operate from that level of excellence. I've, I've seen it. It's the thing. It's like, what are you guys doing? We need to be a part of it mm-hmm. type of situation. Okay. okay? I appreciate you. So absolutely. <laughs> so even there, of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and coming from that direction, because like I said, you could have just worked for somebody mm-hmm. else, but going in a direction where... You're now your own, your own boss. Mm-hmm. Like that's the area. I'm like, well, why do you feel that at level of that tug? Do you feel like the area of leadership is it freedom, flexibility? Because you're a mom, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and before you go there, process. Okay. It. I'm coming back. Process, yep, yes. got it. The reason why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think that there's people who watch and consider like, do I really want to be an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Or like we talk about freedom, flexibility, finances, favor, fun, all those things. Mm -hmm. That's why we love entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. right? Because it allows us to go ahead and do those things. It's not because we just think we're the best and we don't want to listen to anybody or anything like that. It's just the value that we have. We feel like we can move forward. So I just want to hear your journey and connection to that. Why entrepreneurship? So we did entrepreneurship the first time. Gotcha. Okay. We ran a a shop the first time. Uh Uh-huh. Um, which I believe was a great service, right? It was helping people. It was um, not my passion, my husband's. Mm -hmm. I was there to assist and I have no um, regrets with any of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it was was a great experience. Um, But I would also say to him often, couldn't we just run a bakery? Everybody wants to go to the bakery. (laughs) A bakery? Right? And I am learning now the reason I would do that, right, is comfort, Who complains about going to the bakery? Well, people do complain, but it's they're there because they want to be there, Mm -hmm. right? And so I have learned, right, that it was um, trying to be comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Always wanting to keep myself comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I have learned that that is not the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I of course, want to be comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I also know that this tugging is not to keep me comfortable. Mm -hmm. It is, there's another purpose for Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it would be way more comfortable for me to work for someone else. It, you know, there's a lot of security, comfort things in that. 
Um, but I know that that's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I know it because I really <laughs> resisted it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so it just keeps coming up. Meg, this is this is what you're going to do. You're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And as you said, um, I do love to learn all the different aspects of things. Mm-hmm. So it is, I have that. Like that is one of my gifts. Mm-hmm. So I'm not great at any of them yet, but I'm not giving up on any of them mm-hmm. either. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to try. Um, and it's allowing me to um, be there for my kids when I want to be. When I get to pick my schedule, I also get to pick to coach their teams or support them where they are or, you know, just be there for them when they need me. And that is something that means more to me than anything. Wow. Um, and, it's, you know, going forward, once they get older and they're traveling and they're having families, I want to be able to still work and be around them. Wow. I want to be able to create memories at them with them as long as they allow me to, you know, as long as that connection is there. No, it's powerful. So, no, I love that. I love that. But And it does kind of tie into our, our apps. Like, I'm hearing the freedom. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing, like, oh, the flexibility. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. hearing, like, even a level of finances. But um, stability. <laughs> That, that can go up and down, right? Financial stability, yes. Okay. But, so, I did a little brain dump this morning before I got here. What do I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. So, I believe right now, as I told you, I worked in, in auto repair. Right now, I feel like I'm in, in a really old car that needs a tune-up, right? It's working, mm-hmm. but it, it needs, it sounds a little funny. It's a little <laughs> awkward, right? But... It has great alignment. It knows exactly where oh, it's going. Oh, you're preaching. Pastor Meg. So, so I'm just like, that's like, I I feel like a clunky car, right? Okay. But I feel very stable mm. because I know that this is my tugging. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And although there's things beside me that I'm like, Meg, this is so out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. This is, you've said no to this for a really long time for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But Here's your stability. Wow. Share with us some rewards of going through that journey. Like that stability, you give us a different perspective. Like we, and I do talk about that, the struggles and mm-hmm. different things like that. But what about, uh, I have a shirt on underneath this that says stay high. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about high as in the higher level <laughs> from a perspective <laughs> of just operating and not dealing with the negativity, the lowness. Meg, you are the, one of the most positive people I know, right? And so like even that journey, where you are, how you operate and all that stuff, like I even you got me in a, a different place even processing where I'm where I'm going with this question <laughs> even now. I think I won't even switch this around. Let's rewind. How do you stay so positive? Okay. <laughs> uh I don't. But whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I had the whole build up of how positive yep. he is. And I then she says smash it right down. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, I don't. So I need you to come back because I disagree. So keep going. Okay. So the um we need different energy to create different things. Okay. Okay. So when I am preparing to be to talking with you, I am um grateful, right? For for this situation, Gratitude. for all that I have been through, <laughs> right? And that can build me to present myself in the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. But there are other times where it's not, you know, I'm learning something. I'm, it's frustrating, right? And I can do a different task that doesn't require me to be 
bubbly, happy, you know, like I can just be meh and, and get, get the work done. Um, I have also learned, as I mentioned to you earlier, that all, um, all emotions were created for us to feel Mm -hmm. and being happy, energetic, excited, that's, that's great. Right. Mm -hmm. But these other ones were also created for us to feel. Mm -hmm. So being open to, to, feeling them, allowing them to be there and not completely resisting and avoiding them Hmm. lets me be at peace with this is who I am. This is who I was created to be. Mm -hmm. I was created to be uncomfortable. Gosh, I don't like feeling uncomfortable, but this is what it is. This is, this is it in my body. This is how it's affecting me. Just like when I'm really excited, I'm really optimistic and happy, right? They're all here for us to fuel us for our journey, not mm. just the good ones. You said create it to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push back on that one. Okay, or, go for it. Well, uncomfortable? Created to be uncomfortable? Why not? Well, you were created to be angry too. I was created to be angry. I was created to be all those things, huh? Uh, all of them. They are all there for you. Also comfortable. Correct. So is happiness. So is joy. So I was created to experience it all. Correct. I agree with that. What did I say the first time you didn't like? I'm created to be uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Because comfort also. You just said that too. Right? Yes. I can be comfortable. You can be all of them. Not yes. only and, and it's not, not about the feeling. Not only this. Right. And it's not about the feeling. I think that's what I hear a little more like louder, like a, a bigger theme too. It's not, okay, the way we process this is- mm-hmm. um, their feelings. I'm not my feelings. Okay. So I have them. Yes. But I can process them and I let them pass. Mm-hmm. I feel them. I experience them. I think mm-hmm. we're saying the same thing mm-hmm. and I let them pass, mm-hmm. but they don't define who I, who I am from that area. Like, it's like, okay, I have the feeling mm-hmm. of happiness, mm-hmm. right? Actually, it's a power of neutrality mm-hmm. where it's not about, hey, I'm excited, Meg, mm-hmm. or I'm real low, Meg. Like right. like you're saying, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I'm at a place operating and realizing, hey, who I am, like you're saying, mm-hmm. I exper- I have these expressions yeah. and how I'm expressing myself in the earth realm, mm-hmm. but they're not exactly, you know, who I am. And you're seeing that and operating and realizing that sometimes that feeling is discomfort or it doesn't make sense, but that's not defining where I do. I can feel that feeling. I can let it process. I think where we get stuck, unhealthy, mm-hmm. sick, frustrated, all those things is because we own Correct. happiness. We own uh, negativity. We own all those things. And then that affects our mind. That affects our body. And then we start to operate from something we were not created to go ahead and be and do. Does that, does that, I agree with you. Okay. Right. We're right. created to experience all of them, but yes. not created to be them. Right. Yeah. We're saying the same thing. We are for the first time. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. Meg, where do you see yourself in the next like three years, five years? Is mega coaching, thrive coaching, is is that it for you? Or is that a part? Um, I think the journey of mega thrive coaching will be morphing. Um, and I think it's gonna be beautiful because I feel so aligned in it and I love doing it and um I understand and experience the um, effects of it, right? I notice, I see the benefits Mm -hmm. that are um, coming, the fruit that is coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'm going to be doing it. I'm pretty sure, um, as Ryan mentioned, this will be our retirement. So he is going to work until he can't anymore. And I'm going to coach forever because I love to do it. 
So it's so three Ryan's to five stay where years. He is. Well, until he can retire, right? Okay. Which will be who knows. So what. he's good. He's good. He loves what he does okay. too. Yes. Okay. 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 You say three to five years. I'm absolutely going to be continuing to do this. I'm hoping to continue to grow it. Um, I don't want it to be more than just me or me and a couple others. Okay. Um, but yeah. Do you see partnership with like other maybe coaches or people, <clears throat> or do you feel like you're like in your own? I will have to pray about it. Okay, cool. All right. We'll talk about that stuff afterwards. Mm -hmm. I got my mind going. It's not mm -hmm. for all y'all. Now, that was a selfish question, <laughs> by the way. Anyway, we'll work that out, okay? You'll have to pray about that, too. <laughs> Come on, y'all. We're going to have conferences. Can y'all see Coach Meg in there helping out the ladies and different things like that? It's just the area of the kingdom that I think about, right? Yeah. I think that, um, I just think about, uh, we won't talk a, ho a whole lot about that, but there's some pastors watching and and experiencing some things. I think sometimes my frustration with the church has been we have not, um, in my perspective, uh, shown what oneness really can like look like in unity, right? Um, businesses can come together for a purpose of a product or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. We may do church services and different things like that, which is fine, but like true like unity and oneness. And I view it as one body, many parts. I also view that way in business realm. It's one body, many parts. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in the area of coaching entrepreneurs and upcoming entrepreneurs, go ahead and, and, and business leaders to be who God has called them to be, like recognizing there is an area and field for women. Mm -hmm who are mothers, they are, want to be entrepreneurs. You might not coach them to be an entrepreneur per se, but the person, don't skip over the mom and the person that you are to do what you're doing. I don't have to come out of what I'm doing and now try to have myself or Lanisha come and speak to the women because that's your it. Right. So we can partner with what that is so that the whole body, we sit with marriages, we coach marriages. You're married, you could, but you might say, I'm not dealing with the marriages, no. but you <laughs> but need you to can. go with... <laughs> Thriving in love or Christian and Lanisha or the girl center, whatever the case may be, and go with that. And I think as we continue to have that heart and mindset, um, I think that kingdom can be impacted. So I'm just hungry to have more of those connections. Business world calls it networking so that we can continue to do what needs to be done. So. Oh, I totally agree. And um, I know that some people find that as like competitive, right? Mm -hmm. I need to be able to do it all. Mm -hmm. But we are so much better when we can really serve the people that we are here to serve mm -hmm. and allow the other people that are here to serve the other people do it their way too, you know, like just to be open and accepting to not having to be the best at everything because mm -hmm. we don't have to be. Yeah. We're not created to be that way. Good. We are created to work in community. Good. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. Okay. So if we have. This is the first time right. that's happened. Sure. So <laughs> let's say we have a conference in February. Mm -hmm. Would you come speak? Sure. You heard that? I did. You got that? It's recorded. Good. That's it. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. So we got that. All right. No, because I really, really see how this is super beneficial. And I really think it's the area of adding value. Um, and so we got to definitely do something together. And I think that could be a first step because I believe in your message. I believe, I always believed in you, but I believe in this area of this message. We cannot um, skip over ourselves just to keep doing what we need to do. There's a passage in Judges chapter nine, uh, I believe that talks about the parable of the trees and the trees are looking for uh, a king. And so they go to like the olive tree and they say, will you be our king? And he's like, I'm not gonna uproot myself just to wave back and forth. I'm saying like, there are a lot of us who as leaders, entrepreneurs, ministry leaders who are 
trying to stay grounded, but there's a lot of waving back and forth because people keep saying, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Oh, sure. But who you are and how you're operating is saying, hey, you can do the thing that you're, it's your it. Mm-hmm. Identify, mm-hmm. you can do your it, but I need you to take care of who you are. Look, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be, so we can do that. So I honor mm-hmm. everything that you stand for pertaining to that, and I believe in that message. I'm also not going to uproot myself to wave back and forth over a message that you are called and compelled to do. So thank you for being you. Amazing. I want to transition. Okay. I want us to go to a segment that we call Elevate in Your Element. All right? Mm -hmm. So I want the people to journey with us as we go check out you and your element. I'm in. Sounds good. Coach Meg. Yes, Christian. I'm not necessarily your ideal client. Of course you are. But, well, I'm not a, I'm not a mom. That's okay. 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 So we're going to pretend that I, that I am. Okay. okay. And so I heard through the interview that we did in the studio, a lot of times you're sitting with someone who kind of overlooks that, them, themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I actually want you to kind of coach me through this process. Okay. okay. So. No scripted. We're just going to go at sure, it. Sure. And absolutely. I'm going to play an amazing client. Okay. Like, good. Just be your wonderful self. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach. So this here's the scenario. The situation is like, I am extremely overwhelmed. Like I do a whole lot for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't, I don't really have that. feel like I have that time for myself. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. I love doing all those things. However, I, I feel like I'm undervalued. I feel like it's so much going on. That's nature for you, okay? It's so much going on that at the end of the day, before I lay my, lay my head down at night, it's like, am I even doing what I feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing? Mm-hmm. How would you walk me through that scenario? Problem. Yeah. Coach me, coach. I feel like that that problem of feeling undervalued is. Um, a common thread amongst all people, uh, maybe not all people, but a majority of people that I talk to for sure. Um, and that was definitely something that resonated very much with me some years ago before I started in this work. And um, I think um, it's not a quick and easy answer, of course, but it is um, helping you figure out what does valued mean to you. If you were to um, lay your head on the pillow at night and say, I feel valued today. Mm-hmm. What would that, um, what would need to happen for you to, to have that experience? What would need to happen for me to feel like I'm valued? Yes. Hmm. Maybe words of affirmation. Okay. Um, how about thank you? Mm-hmm. That's also words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Actually. Um, but I think also a feeling too. Like I, 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 I feel like. Everybody's just waiting for me to to jump in and do stuff mm-hmm. for them. Am I answering your question? Yes. Yes. So you're waiting. Would you like to stand still or walk? Um, we're being attacked. We are being attacked, but we'll be attacked either way. Either way. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so the 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 affirmations that we want to hear, right, and also to have them that gratitude within ourselves. You said someone to say thank you, mm-hmm. right? 
But the problem is, is that we can never control the people around us, right? And even if we do, even if you were to come home and say, hey, Nisha, I really need you to say thank you to me today, it wouldn't feel like anything because you told her, you asked for it, right? So um, I am very sorry to tell you this, but we actually cannot control <laughs> the people around us as much as we would really like to. Coach! Um, You're supposed to make me feel good. <laughs> but we can control what is what we're doing within ourselves. Right. So when we lay our head at the pillow on the pillow at night and we're thinking about all the, the ways you poured into everything you did today. Right. Your jobs, your kids, your marriage, your dinner, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. That is we're constantly going through the like, I did this. I did this. I did this. I'm exhausted. No one appreciates me. No one even notices I did this. Right. And we lose sight of the fact that, you know what, I chose to do these things today because I want to, right? These are things that are, are true to me, true to my purpose, true to my vision. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm tired, but that's okay. Wow. Right. How can we say like appreciate ourselves and what we did today without needing to rely on the people around us. And then when those things do um, creep in spontaneously, they mean so much. Are you saying that, I have to appreciate myself before I can look for validation from somebody else. I am saying it is um, more fulfilling to appreciate yourself mm -hmm. than it is to find it from other places. Mm -hmm. I like to call those the sprinkles on tap, right? When you get a unprompted thank you note or an unprompted you impacted me today, which I don't know how often they come in your world, right? They're not every day right? They're not every month, but when they come, it's like, sprinkles. yes, wow. it's the sprinkles, but everything else that we are, we can receive, right? Comes from ourselves, mm. right? It's, it's finding our purpose inside of us, right? And, and really owning that this was my decision. This is my purpose. This is my vision. This is what I want, even though I'm tired. But coach, I'm frustrated. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I'm frustrated. Like, feel like I'm taking advantage of. Okay. So how do I get through that? Um, what is happening around you that is making, mm, what does being taken advantage of feel like for you? What does it feel like? Crap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but when do you notice it? When I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I notice it when I want to do something else. Too. Mm -hmm. Um, when everybody else is relaxing and relaxing and doing their thing, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm there. <clears throat> Why can't you do those things? Why can't I? Because mm -hmm. somebody has to care for family. Somebody has mm -hmm. to do all those things. So mm -hmm. I need to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Somebody got to take care of the business. Somebody got to make the money. Somebody got to make the bacon. For sure. <laughs> but what do you know about yourself that fills you? Um, I know you go on your weeks long summer, right? That's your kind of disconnect time. Yeah. And I will say that's like a, the mountain, right? This, that is the awesome opportunity, but what are the little things that you can do for yourself along the way that is providing you with that, um, compassion and that like support and comfort as you're going through all of the 
all of life that's going on around you? What are those five minute, three minute things? Mm, there's a lot of them out there. That I can, if I think about it that way. Name three. Well, the fact that you have a fa- I have a family. Like that's mm-hmm. that's an area of gratitude mm-hmm. to think think about that. The fact that I'm trusting and I have business, I have mm-hmm. time, I have flexibility. I know you said three, but I really mm-hmm. can roll off mm-hmm. the places of gratitude if I choose to focus on those things. Mm-hmm. Which I just answered the whole, the whole situation there, the choosing, the validation, and the the. Uh... Sorry, the dog threw me off. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so right, you can choose gratitude, right? So that's like sitting and thinking in it. Mm-hmm. But what else? Like sometimes we don't want to go there because we're too pissed off at everything else right. and nothing. We're grateful for nothing, right? But what else can you do that is supportive, that helps you when you need that breath of fresh air, feeling like you're the only person that's not allowed to sit still? What can you do? I don't know, Coach. That's why I hired you. But you do know, (laughs) right? I can't give you your answers. It's you. It's Hmm. your life. It's your passions. Hmm. Sometimes it's you're not comfortable doing the things. I'm not comfortable setting five minutes aside and... Yeah. Yeah. Doing whatever it is. Correct. But there it's the self-sabotage of I don't deserve that. I shouldn't do that. I right. It's those things that are preventing us from doing it. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. So make time. It's the things that I feel like I have to do can be put. The time is already there, right? We spend so much time thinking that we're frustrated, overwhelmed, whatever. (laughs) That's time, right? We could use that time. For a different purpose mm. it's already there it's just repurposing it for a way that is fulfilling for you instead of draining for you wow you're good you're good you're good you're good you really did. did y'all get that i mean <laughs> hopefully you got something from all that right uh really no seriously like real life situations like i personally transparent like full mm-hmm. transparency have recently just get to the place of having to know that i need me time mm-hmm. i need time to focus i need time to Fuss. I need time. This morning, I got up early and nature. Like I went to a, a pavilion and I did some walking and some praying and different things like that. And sometimes we feel like we don't have time. But what I did that was different was I just got up earlier. Like you said, the time mm-hmm. was there. The pillow was great, mm-hmm. but taking the time for me that I could process, I could pray, I could do whatever mm-hmm. needed to be. So whatever may come, now I'm in a posture. I'm in a position. I'm in a place where I actually. I already, I already did what I needed for me first, you know? And so I know sometimes that feels and sounds selfish at times, like, oh, you need to go ahead. But if, if I'm not good for, for, for me first, like who can I be, how can I pour myself out for clients? How can I pour myself out for ministry? How can I do those things if I'm not taking the time out to make sure that I'm filling up, like you're saying, my joy tank, that's not predicated on somebody else to go ahead and fulfill, fulfill those things. So yeah. no, thank you really um, for that. And prayerfully, I, if you're paying attention, like you got some good stuff because this was real time, real life. And Coach Meg is amazing. Like, I can't wait to get her to one of our summits or conferences. Because remember last time she agreed to that. Agreed. She agreed. I'll be there. Look forward to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank elevating you. in your element. Truly, thank you for allowing us um, in your element, um, elevating in your element. I want to take this time because I think the people need to follow you on social media. So I want to know what your handles are, your cash tags, TikTok. No, let me stop sound old. Let me stop. Yeah. So I'm too old for that. Ah! <laughs> and we're the same age, just FYI. Ah! We are. <laughs> um, but I am on Instagram, uh, Mega Thrive. 
Coaching, M-E-G-A, Mega Thrive Coaching. Mm -hmm. My name is Meg. See, fun. Um, and then also on Facebook, Mega Thrive Space Coaching. So that's where I am on social media. I absolutely love it. I love it. So we have one more segment called Five on Fire. Y'all don't want to miss that, okay? But before we do that, I want you to leave us with a thought, a word of encouragement. Um, you have an amazing it. You shared about your it. And everybody watching is going for that. So in our pursuit, what word of wisdom, what lesson, what would you leave us with to help us? Um, I would leave you with the... Um thought that just because you said you would never do something um, doesn't mean you have to stick with that. You're allowed to change your mind. Mm. I said I would never do social media. I said I would never be an entrepreneur again. I said I would never take any classes again. Mm. And it was hard to reconcile that because I love to stick to my word. But to know that that wasn't a decision I had to keep. Mm. I was allowed to change it. Ah. Uh. That's so good. That's so good. I think I'm going to piggyback off of that with Five on Fire. Thank you, Coach Meg. <laughs> Let's go. Are y'all ready? Thanks, Christian. <laughs> it's okay to change your mind. Look, I should know if anybody else, if you have followed us on social media or know anything about any of our businesses, or should I say past endeavors, Lanisha and I have had candle business, love lit Lux candles. We've had, uh, 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 um, I've made natural soap far as a business. We've had real estate far as the area of business. We've had so many endeavors. We've had BAM ministries when we first started ministry. We've had, um, um, I, I can keep going on and on and on and on not to mention what we have going on now. And so I'm reminded of a scripture in um, Isaiah, I believe around 28, where it talks about precept upon precept, like line upon line, like here a little, there a little. My point is, beloved, is that you have to give your time, give yourself time to unfold, to develop. I get the sense that some of you are watching this episode and you realize, look, I have that tugging. I have something that's going on in my heart and in my mind. And, and I feel like I'm going back in, be, in between as far as like, is, is, is this something that I need to give up on? Or do I need to start something new? Like, which way do I need to go with this? And I'm just letting you know, it's okay to change your mind. Long as you're changing your mind to align with the Christ mind, and you're uh, aligning your mind to a higher place where maybe, listen, I just think God loves us so much that he doesn't always give us the full picture. Come on, somebody, right? He knows if he called you into business and dealing with it that way or in ministry, or he called you to launch this concept or gave you this invention, and if he told you all that you were gonna go through, beloved, you might have not taken one step out of the boat, but he'll give you a little bit. He'll give you some encouragement here. He'll release a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, and get you along the journey. But trust the process. Oh, I know how that feels when I released it from my mouth. To trust the process. But God is in the process. And you have your steps are ordered. So don't fight it. There's a shift. There's a change that's taking place. And you're a part of it. And so don't look at it as lost time. We believe that there's nothing, there's nothing lost. There's, there's no lack. So, so, so whatever you've gone through to get you to this point, 
that every step of that journey is a part of the process to get you where you are called and compelled to go, beloved. It's okay to change your mind. I'm here to tell you that it's okay to realize and recognize that I've been doing this for this season. I've been processing this, but I feel that this is, I, I need to go ahead and change direction a little bit. I need to align myself, my mindset more. And maybe that change for you is a change of mindset. Maybe, maybe that, 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 that change for you is the area of business or ministry. Maybe it's somewhere where some of you are, are at that place and you're realizing just like my guests have, have talked about, like it's time for me to come out of this nine to five. Or maybe some of you got to realize that I need to go back. I've been there too. I've left the nine to five, so to speak, to full, fully embrace what I feel like God was calling Lanisha and I too. And then I had to humble myself for a season where it got real difficult, where I didn't have the plan, where I didn't hear from God clearly. I didn't have the team in place and I had to humble myself and go back for a season. And even now, as I speak to you, we have multiple contracts and, and various streams of income of forming the, 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 the direction that God has for, called for, for us to go at. It's okay to change your mind and go with the flow. There is some greatness on the other side. There is some power on the other side of this. The instruction is for you to go from here to there. The Look, some of us are operating at a posture in a place of, of, I'll say, operating off of old revelation. I mean, you heard him loud and clear. You heard God within loud and clear years ago, months ago. But there was another part. Did you go back to get the next part? Maybe that first part was training. Maybe the, the, the second part of this is, is, is going to lead you to somewhere. Don't be afraid. Don't, you're not letting God down. You're not letting others down. Just go with the flow. It's okay to change your mind. If this is hitting your heart and your mind, pray about that. Position yourself. Realize that greater is coming. No, 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 no. Greater is here because we're in the place of the open door positioning ourselves. Beloved, it's time to move forward. It's time to go forward. You have power. You have greatness, and it's okay to align yourself and your mindset to a greater purpose. God bless you.